0: Today's episode is on being a person of increase, and it is one of my absolute favorites from my book, Mindful Performance. It's easy to remember, simple to do, and has an enormous positive impact on you and all of those around you. Stay tuned to be a part of the solution to our cultural crisis of civility on the next Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose.
1: You are listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. For more information or to listen to more episodes, visit TeresaRose.com.
0: Welcome, and I hope you are doing well on this fabulous day. Thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate it. I have been crazy busy with my speaking and my coaching business and today's episode was prompted by the fact that the last several speaking inquiries that I've gotten have been on the topic of civility. This is what I keep hearing from people. Can you teach our people not to be such jerks to each other? It's like we're running a daycare instead of a business. Nobody is playing nice anymore. The answer is, of course, yes, yes, I can. I can come in and teach your people not to be jerks to each other and do so in a funny fashion. However, it is also equally important to not just hear it once from a fabulous and funny motivational speaker like myself, but also to create a culture of civility day in and day out. And that isn't just for the chuckleheads, nincompoops, and yahoos either. It is for everyone to make those all-important positive choices day in, day out. So let's dive right in. Here's the Person of Increase excerpt from the meetings chapter of my book Mindful Performance, How to Powerfully Impact Profitability, Productivity, and Purpose. Imagine each person you run into during your day with a small plus sign or minus sign on his or her forehead. We are either pluses or minuses at any given moment. We either add to a conversation or take away from it. We either optimize a situation or undercut it. When we are in the store and grumble at the overwhelmed cashier because we're impatient, we're making the situation worse, not better. When we're in a meeting and we respond to someone's idea with, we've already tried that and it didn't work, we are detracting from creating a collaborative, innovative environment instead of fostering it. When we choose to put our own interests ahead of others, we are fundamentally robbing our counterparts with the opportunity to have their needs met as well. Have an eye toward finding new ways to increase profits and make your organization more efficient, When you are in a meeting, regardless if you're hosting it or not, be on the lookout for ways in which the process can be improved. Without undercutting anyone's authority or influence, make a note of innovative ways that meetings and other communications can be enhanced. And then offer to drive the implementation. That's the power of being a person of increase. It isn't enough to know how to make something bigger, better, or more profitable. One must also have a sense of service to make the enhancement come to fruition. We don't have to do it all by ourselves, but we need to take ownership of the tactical aspects of completion. Nobody likes a know-it-all who is also a do-nothing. If you see a way to make something better, name it and then offer to help. This strategy is one I have taken extremely seriously in my own life, both professionally and personally. Every single day as part of my manifestation process, I describe how I'm going to accomplish my big visions by being a person of increase in every exchange. I originally heard of this concept many years ago when I participated in a life coaching program by Mary Morrissey, whom I highly recommend. Just like campers and hikers who are advised to leave the land better than how you found it, so too can we utilize this principle in every transaction, every day. Here are a few examples of how you can become a legendary person of increase. When you're in a retail store, instead of surfing on your phone, look the cashier in the eyes and say, thank you, name Leave a generous tip for that scrappy server who is doing her best. Clean up the conference room of extra papers and other trash that accumulated throughout your meeting. Sort the project action item list the way the team members prefer it before sending it out. Start every networking conversation with a genuine offer to help, and before that conversation ends, identify specific suggestions on how you could help. Say thank you as much as you possibly can to every single person who helps you in any way. From the volunteers who are sprucing up the neighborhood in the spring to the tired cleaning person who is wiping the sinks in the airport restroom. By becoming a person of increase in every exchange, you will be broadcasting to the world that you are a solution provider, not a problem creator. When you genuinely become a bright light for everyone you meet, the universe begins to conspire in your favor. It starts to put the perfect person in your orbit who will help you reach your goals. Thanks to the law of reciprocity, it will nudge others to want to help you in any way they can. And most importantly, you will be able to sleep well at night, knowing that in a very difficult and challenging new world, You are a bringer of goodness, not of bitterness. Lastly, as a bonus, your body will run better and last longer. Now more than ever, the world needs more people who are committed to adding to the collective goodness versus taking away from it. Civility training in corporate America is on the rise, and for good reason. One could argue that civility training should be a requirement before anyone runs for political office. Just saying. People are just not being nice anymore. They aren't listening, aren't showing respect to those who hold different views than themselves, and they find it perfectly acceptable to only do what they want to do. This is causing significant divisiveness in our organizations and in our country. The news is full of descriptions of people suffering from the repercussions of bullying and sexual harassment. We need to combat this divide one smile, acknowledgement, and thank you at a time. By bringing greater focus and awareness to our meetings at home, at work, and in our communities, We are paving the pathways to success, while also contributing to a more compassionate, charitable, and civil society. Mindful, effective discussions are critical, as all great accomplishments are a group effort. Our visions become a reality when we create in conscious collaboration. So I'll leave you with this, dear reader. What can you do today to add to the collective goodness, both in your workplace and in the world? Because we need your light. Please, please, please join me in shining ours. Stay tuned for the next segment, The Coach Corner, where I address an issue of workplace conflict and how to create a stronger community of colleagues.
1: You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network.
0: And now we move into the Coach Corner, where I give my two cents worth of mindfulness insight and advice to a listener. If you have a challenge you're dealing with either professionally or personally and would like to get my take on how I would handle it using mindful performance, drop me an email at mindfulperformances at gmail.com or message me on social media at Teresa Rose Presents on Instagram and Facebook, Teresa Rose on Twitter. I would love to help. Today's question comes from a listener struggling with a new coworker who is causing some unintended ripples in their work environment. Here it is. How can I support a coworker who is struggling to fit into our work culture? Specifically, how do I encourage and support a very manly man with a lot of masculine energy to soften so that he can be better received by his mostly female coworkers? I work in a caretaking field that is at least 95% female. While these are strong and able women, there is still a lot of feminine energy that drives our work culture. The addition of a maintenance man has proven to be a cultural challenge for us. While I think both men and women need to work towards a compromise, it feels like the burden is greater on his shoulders since he is in the minority here. His technical skills are out of this world and exactly what our organization needs, so how can I help make him successful? Well, thank you very much for the question, and I love that you are in that mindset of how do we make it better? How can we make it better instead of blaming? Uh, There is a lot to unpack in this question, and without visiting the environment directly and meeting with the key players, it is hard for me to give my detailed assessment on what the core problems are that might be causing the undercurrent of conflict and what the strategies would be best used to put those in place to address them. And, I have to say, the dynamics between the energies of the old guard versus newbies and admin versus operations are just as present here as dynamics between masculine and feminine because we are complicated beasts. However, here's what I recommend as a possible solution to your workplace woes. Number one, bring everybody together With the purpose of genuinely connecting with each other and to understand each other's specific job responsibilities. This can be done even on an informal level like grabbing a happy hour or having a lunchtime potluck because when we spend time with each other we learn about each other and when we learn about each other we can empathize. Number two, Acknowledge these challenges that you're facing with changing and growing and everybody is experiencing them without blaming anyone or labeling it because change is really hard and it is made even harder when we don't talk about it. But the third and final suggestion I would have is invite each person to participate in a fun 30-day person of increase challenge. POI challenge. See what you can do as an organization to be intentional about your communications with each other and improving empathy. Maybe even make little stickers with pluses on them that say I'm a person of increase with some space underneath so you can write down the act of civility that a coworker did and you can post it on the community bulletin board next to somebody's picture. Give away an award at the end of the 30 days with the person with the most pluses Get creative on how you can spotlight your commitment to connection. The most important thing is to emphasize unity and civility among each other as opposed to drawing distinctions and divisions. Now highlighting our differences, you know, the differences especially in our gender and our identity. They're important and they do influence our beliefs and our behaviors, but they are not the core concern. Keep your eyes on the real issue fostering genuine human connection between each other good luck my friend and tell me how it goes I can't wait to hear and if you have a question you'd like to ask me whether it's a work problem a relationship challenge or a personal struggle you might be quietly dealing with let me know reach out over social media or email and I would love to hear from you and help you in any way I can Stay tuned for the next segment, the Meditation Minute, where I'll give you a guided visualization on how you can be a person of increase within and not just out in the world.
1: You've been listening to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network.
0: You know what the easiest way is to be a person of increase in our relationships, at our workplaces, and in our communities? It's starting with being a person of increase with ourselves. Showing respect and reverence to ourselves fills us up with that positive juju, and it can't help but expand out into our orbits. So let's spend a little intentional time transforming our minuses into pluses. As always, with every meditation minute, let's arrive in the present moment. (sighs) Getting fully into our bodies and becoming aware of our breath. Just breathe in and out. Let go of any thought tendrils that might be attaching themselves to you. Hmm. Breathe deeply into your lungs and let your shoulders relax. Feel your chest expand and your burdens lifted. There's nothing you need to do right now other than to just be present with yourself. With your next breath, imagine that you see a life-size image of yourself drawn on a chalkboard right in front of you. This chalkboard has an outline of your body and all of your thoughts about yourself are drawn in it as either a little plus Or a minus sign. You see pluses for places where you're proud of yourself, where you have good memories and are excited for the future. You see minuses where you judge yourself, hold grudges, have insecurities or fears or doubts. Now let's take a closer look at each minus. Zooming in on those places where you think poorly of yourself. Where inside of you do you see yourself as less than or not enough? What is that minus telling you about yourself? What are the biggest negative thoughts you have About yourself. With your imagination, go toward that big minus thought and notice how long it has been there. Maybe see how it got drawn there in the first place. Observe how you've identified with that minus in the past. And how it has affected the choices you've made. Without judgment, just breathe into the acceptance of that minus as part of your life. Your life that was. Now, let's look at your life that is. With your next breath, look at that minus, that negative thought about yourself that you've held on for far too long. And imagine that you pick up a piece of magic chalk and draw a line right through the middle of that minus. That line represents you making the opposite choice of what that minus represented. It is a new thought, a new way of seeing yourself. Imagine that right in this very moment, you decide that you will up-level the way you see yourself in this way. And you will no longer energize that old way of thinking. You see yourself getting the support you need to make better choices. You see yourself strengthening your mind, your body, your spirit to keep drawing that line down the center of your minus and making it a plus. Through your conscious mindful actions, you deliberately transform your thought minuses into pluses. You scan any other minus thoughts that are residing in you and you draw a line through the center of each, declaring that you no longer hold that energy of negativity within you. It is time, right now, to change the polarity of your negative thought energy. Breathe and embody that person of increase that is within you. Your past is where your minuses belong, not now. Your present and your future are positive if you choose them to be. And when you radiate that positivity within You will shine it to the world. I believe in you. And as always, we end with the laugh it off segment, just so we have a little bit of levity to end our time together. In addition to being a podcast host, a crystallize your content coach, and motivational speaker, I am also a mother. And there's nothing worse than having one's mother also be a motivational speaker. When I find myself grumbling that I have to go to the grocery store, my smart aleck child will respond, No, mom, you get to go to the grocery store. Thanks for that. I guess I'll get to leave you out of the will, too, Junior. Someone else will inherit my CD library of Zig Ziglar, Tony Robbins, and Oprah Winfrey. Ha ha, sweet burn! And then I think about my mother's treasures that got passed down to me, including a dusty box of eight tracks of the berries. Berries White, Manilow, and Gibb. And realize that Zig, Tony, and O will be in good company. Thank you for tuning in to Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on C Suite Radio. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please subscribe, give it a great review on iTunes, share with your friends, put me in your will, you know, standard stuff. If you'd like more mojo from me on the regular, visit me at Teresa Rose Presents on Instagram and Facebook, Teresa Rose on Twitter. If you'd like more information about my civility training and how I help clients crystallize their brilliance with my content and performance coaching, visit me over at TeresaRose.com. Take care, dear one, and keep making those mindful choices. Life is so much better when we do. We make more time, get more done, earn more money, and have more fun. Sounds pretty darn good to me. Bye for now.
1: If you liked what you've just heard, then go ahead and like, subscribe, and share. Visit TeresaRose.com to listen to more episodes of Mindful Performances with Teresa Rose on the C-Suite Radio Network.